When? Huh? Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. Uh, now, by the way, Mike. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. okay. By the way, I've that just, is Mike. I just got oh, one hello. question. Oh, hello, I'm Mike. That is starting. Like, do I have that is Josh. Okay. Five, four. And, uh, do I have three, time to run to the bathroom real quick? Two, I need Hell no. Hell no. One. We're keeping all of this in, by the way. We are keeping it all this in. Is, yeah. This is. This is. This I've is kept in dumber. Cold open. I've kept in much stupider. Uh, a cold open is what is what you know. That's how you do it. A, a cold open is when we both like open. We all open and we're all just laughing for some innocuous reason. Like, oh, <laughs> capital job, Mike. Anyways, welcome to unscripted gaming. You, you know that sort of bullshit that people fake. No, that's oh, called a silly feel? start. There's a difference. Oh, I apologize. Oh, it's a silly start. I want to hit the ground running because uh, it's Broketober. It's uh, one of the last days of Broketober. Seriously, I bought. You, I bought who two calls games. it that? <laughs> no one calls it. Uh, have to no one says take that. a second mortgage on your house no. to get all the games that are coming out right now. A lot of people call it Broketober. And, and uh, for the two games that came out yesterday, uh, let, let's cover because everyone spent Wait, a little bit you, of money. Well, clearly you're not investing responsibly into your 401g account. I'm sorry, 401G. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Shout out to my gamers. Right. Where you at? Oh, wow. Gamers, wow. what? what? Let gamers? me get... Wait, wait, back up. Broketober is not allowed, but 401G for 401 gamers, Well, yeah, it's because 401G is a real thing, and Broketober isn't, so... How dare you? Anyways, Your argument is, in, is hilariously invalid. I think there are good arguments invalid. on both sides. I'll agree with that. Well done, Switzerland. Well done. <laughs> uh, I got Mario and Rabbits, or Mario XCOM, as I've been calling it, and it is truly Mario XCOM. I'll cover that later. And I also bought Super Mario Odyssey, which is sitting right there on my coffee table. And the moment we're done here, I'm going to my Switch and I'm popping that in. And hey, Mike, you're next. According to my Discord, you're the next one in line. What, you, what did you buy? Uh, I also purchased a copy of Superman. Superman, Super Mario Odyssey. Wow, wow. Um, he, he Superman, Superman 64. Yes, I bought 600 <laughs> copies in, of Superman 64. 20 FPS on I play Switch. one, and then I eat one, and then I play one, and then I eat one. It's very, very productive. Uh, but I've been playing some Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, I don't know if we're going to launch into that for a little bit. Do you want to talk about, a little bit about that, Ray? Have you played? No, no, we... let's go in line. Let's, let's see what also Josh is playing after you're done. Okay. So I've been playing some Super Mario Odyssey. I've been playing the PC version of Destiny 2. This Destiny 2, still a dumb name for a sequel to a game called Destiny. Like, just, it's a dumb name. But that game is really fun. Uh, and I've also ahead, been, so. something I didn't spend any money on, but I'm very much weirdly infatuated with HQ Trivia this week. HQ Trivia, okay. It's incredible. Um. And then over Josh, in, in my world, um, I got the Evil Within 2. Oh, cool. Yeah, and Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Yeah, yeah. So between the three of us, we've covered two of the big three releases this last week and several new releases in the last couple weeks and months. Yeah, yeah. So we got, yes. we got a lot to talk about. Why don't you guys okay. start off with Super Mario? So I'll just... Uh, want to go Mario Odyssey? Or... Let's, let's do Mario. Let's do Odyssey. 
So I haven't played it yet. I'm going to play it here in a couple minutes or uh, less than an hour. What, I hope. What the fuck good are you then? I mean, like, I mean, not. I, I I've actually been playing the last uh, 16 hours into Mario plus Rabbits uh, Kingdom Battle or whatever it's called. Uh, and that is just, it's XCOM with a Mario skin. That's the best way to yep. put it. And it's, XCOM is hyper stressful, uh, especially XCOM 2, which was, they found a way to be, even make it more stressful. But Mario plus Rabbids isn't stressful. It's just goofy and it's funny. And all your characters feel like they're purposely overpowered because you all, in XCOM, you get like a movement and you get an action. And sometimes you get a weapon attack. That's about it. Sometimes. In Mario, you always get a movement. You always get a weapon action. And you always get a specialty action. And your movement action can do damage if you want it to at the cost mm-hmm. of nothing. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's really cool like how they, in, in like a turn-based like strategy game, like how much movement and kind of quote-unquote platforming they injected yeah. into like the DNA of it. Um, I I I've, I haven't gone and played too much more. I think I'm I'm, I'm in like the final world. Um, okay. Uh, that game right, gets right. hard as shit. By the way, just just uh, just a heads up. It I, just, I, I keep hearing like the last world is just a serious like gut punch. Like, hey, it's fun. You're playing Mario and Peach and all these. Uh, no, all that, right, last, so that ex- last one slaps, now. man. It is not. It is no joke. But it, I really, I really enjoyed that game. Um, so fun. <clears throat> I want to hear from you, Mike, because I've I've heard this from some people, and and I'll, Ray, I want to see what you think as you get through it too. Um, what do you think about how the combat kind of evolves over time throughout as you play the game? Like, I've heard from some that. If you, especially if you play it a lot straight through, the combat kind of gets a little samey. Like they don't have quite enough to keep it super tactically interesting. Like it just gets really hard. Um, I didn't know if you felt that too. Um, maybe that was just you know some people's opinion. I didn't um, know how you felt about that or uh, Ray. Something you I can like, keep what, an eye on as you progress I think through like the game. With the pacing, I like the combat. I mean, some of the levels are definitely tough and. It, it it's some and kind of force you to change up your squads. Like you eventually you run into enemies who are less of who like moves like your kind of overwatch style, I'm gonna shoot at someone who moves into my range of field. Like mm. that make those kinds of characters less effective, so you wanna kinda of spec away from people who do that. Yeah, um yeah. but the thing that kind of bogs me down in the in the game is like the in between battle like puzzle solving. Like some of that stuff yeah, is that, okay. That's just padding. Like some of the, it, it, that's what it feels like. It's like it is okay, but it's like it's just feels like it's like a, it's at a certain point it's like okay, this is not super engaging. Like it's like I'm pushing blocks. Yay! Like, yeah, the, I, the uh, ice desert world puzzle. There's a really long one where I'm like, I know what the solution is. It's just gonna take me ten to fifteen minutes to do it because this. Yeah, they want me that's to do this. yeah, that's the thing that kind of kills the pacing for me. Is it just like, man, I just want to play some X diet XCOM here. I don't want to right play it and not optimize. That's the that that more than like those the the puzzle solving stuff. I mean, it's not like I'm not saying I don't like puzzle solving or changing a pace in games. It's just that like mm. I really just want to play more of the core game and then 
it keeps asking me to spend like 20 minutes doing some puzzle I don't want to do. And I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that's like, okay, I'm going to put this down for a bit. Yeah. So, so uh, what I've noticed so far, <clears throat> I'm sorry, what I've noticed so far in the combat is that not that there is a lack of, uh, not that it just all of a sudden starts getting harder. I haven't felt that yet. I, because there are points in XCOM 2 particularly where the game just becomes unfair. Like the the game is like, oh, you're just gonna lose people this mission. There's there's no way around it. You're, the game is built around you can't win. You are, successfully. you are going to die. Yeah, there's like there because XCOM 2 will do these things where like here's a timer. Here are 12 people that you have to rescue. You have to rescue. At minimum, eight of them. By the way, there are 15 people on the map, and three of them are faceless, which are like these uh, enemies that warp into people. But when you get close to them, they all of a sudden lose their warp. They become this giant monster that hit you for three quarters of your health bar. You're going to lose people. Please. There's just no way around it. And you're on a timer. If you don't save them in time, uh, you're on a timer of like seven moves. If you don't t- save them in time, boom, mission over, restart. So you, you, you kind of just have to like, okay, I have some rookies in the background that I have to just train up. And, you know, if you play the game in like Iron Man mode, whatever. Mario XCOM, which is what I'm just going to call it from now on, it's way more casual than that. Like if you lose somebody, you get like less points at the end of your score, which means you get less money to buy weapons. But big I, deal, there's money all over the place. I, see, I think that's get... what would make Mario Rabbids better is uh, permadeath, you know? Oh my gosh, that game would get so dark if there was permanent. <laughs> Mario Rabbids keeps introducing things. Like, it keeps trickling down new characters to you, like, in very, very small batches. And by the time you get a new character, you're like, come on, I think I have, like, the dream team. What's this new character going to do? Then Rabbid Mario comes in and it's just thug life. He's like, what you want? Mario Rabbids is just like this. Are, are, you <laughs> saying that, are you saying that the Mushroom Kingdom should really just be sending, you know... Endless t- toad after toad to just to be ground up into Princess Peach's war machine. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. I, I I would actually kind of respect that if it did something like that, where if you had no like, blood for Koopa shells. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the game is is fun, and I can't stress how how much I thought I'd hate Mar- uh, Rabbit Mario. And then I played him. I'm like, never mind. He's probably, until further notice, the best character in the game. Because <laughs> he just... He's a, yeah, Rabbit Mario, Mario mess, messes shit up. He's a... He's a I mean, I mean, He's such a thug. <laughs> Peach, like, Peach is definitely the MVP, though. Because she has a, a Pe- ton of health, does healing, and also puts out ridiculous damage. So... Peach is like this combination of Luigi, who was my favorite, because I I always roll in the XCOM games with several snipers, because fuck you, Overwatch. (laughs) There's just going to be everyone. Can can I? I want to stress, like, for 10 seconds, how weird it is when you have characters that have over... The Mario characters with guns is weird. And the Mario uh-huh. characters with the Overwatch ability, when you like bounce a character, then they're in the air. Then you see Luigi sniper combo. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Stop! He's if already you're... dead. What are you He's doing? Oh dead. my god! He sniper shots him out of bounds and takes damage. <laughs> the game is—it's so cathartic, but it's also like, wait, this is Mario. He's not—he's supposed to be happy go lucky. Okay, I like well, it. I like it. Let's talk Mario. If you'd Odyssey. like to talk about some happy-go-lucky Mario, 
Uh, I don't. I won't yeah. say. Too, I'll be pretty general here because I know you're you're starting to play through it, Ray, and uh, it's pretty itching, new. It's in the play. Like it just yeah. came out, so I don't want to like. Oh yeah. my God! I saw this and this ruined and this thing, but it's very much a successor to Mario N sixty four, in that it's it's a three D Mario where you're in worlds and poking around and doing stuff, but um, like it's. I mean, it just has all the. I really like how I really like what that game is doing because it it has kind of a weird like quirk like because you're traveling around to these really different areas like it it really kind of fully embraces like the quirky these like kind of weird ideas it has I mean as you're because the main you know as you got as you as our audience may not know uh yeah. your the whole conceit is that like Mario can throw his hat at people and like somehow I'm a possess your body and like becomes them fucked up so (laughs) it's so you're like like so nintendo doesn't really hold like just really takes that idea and runs with it and does some really awesome and hilarious things with it uh that are i mean and and, uh, the 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 key thing is that like all of those things that you're able to do i mean are really really kind of just keep everything so fresh i mean the all the, the core platforming is fun but what really makes that game shine is just all the weird just the weird kind of like what is happening kind of wackiness around it. Uh, that I, great. I, I've, I haven't played too much of it. Like I'm not okay, too how super far, far into it. Do you know how many hours have yeah, you dropped? Uh, I'm going to say like maybe three, four something. Okay. All right, um, all right, all right. but yeah, it's just, it encourages exploration. It's, uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's real. It's real fun, and people who maybe, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I, I'm trying to think of not. There's not that there's like a, oh, this is people who bounced off of X Mario game would really like this. Um, I just, it's it's definitely not like any other Mario game, but in a in a really good way. Not like a Super Mario Sunshine way. I don't think Sunshine is that bad. It's okay. It's fun. It's okay. It's not Galaxy. It's not Galaxy. Oh man, Galaxy. So... That game I mean, it's, is it's so not. It's not the best. Good. It's not Super Mario World. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't know if Odyssey is Super Mario World or not. It might be. Who knows? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, Ray. I think you will. Re- I think you will very much enjoy it because it's right. quite fun. Just, just for. Full disclosure, Galaxy is my favorite 3D Mario game, and Super Mario World is my favorite 2D Mario game. Those are both very good choices. Uh, Oh, oh, I don't know if I told you guys. Uh, I think I wanted to mention it last week, Uh, but just real quick. I was able to get an uh, SNES Classic sitting underneath my TV now. I don't want to tell you what I had to do to get it. Um, Bad things. Some people... Okay, question. Okay, we'll just leave, leave leave it at this. Is it more or less than what you would do for a Klondike bar? Oh, significantly less. Oh, if my. you get me in the right mood, I will mess someone up for a Klondike bar. Have you had one, especially with the almond crunch? Sir. Sir. Did you, did you pay above MSRP? I did not. Good, good. Actually, actually it's a very innocuous story. A, a co-worker uh, ordered two of them uh, because his uh, wife had... 
placed an order for one, and he placed an order for one, and they were the lucky ones that didn't get kicked out of the system. Yep. So they just had an extra one, and I bought it off of them. That's it. That's my story. It's really not that bad. Okay, yeah, that could have been a lot worse. Yeah, uh, I got to play Star Fox 2. Finally! You would not believe what I've been wanting to do for years to play Star Fox 2, and, uh... Um... That game... It had loot boxes the whole time. (laughs) 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 That's my favorite episode of The Twilight Zone. (laughs) Um... It's Star Fox Command. It, it is the beta version of Star Fox Command. Yeah, I... Uh, That's my review for it. <laughs> I really did not... Um, you know, I, I knew about it, but I never... And I knew that the like hacks and stuff were out there from pre-release stuff and whatnot, but I never actually went and sought it out and looked it up. Um, but when the SNES Classic came out... Um, the giant bomb folks went through and played every single game, and I watched them play Star Fox Two, and I was blown away. Yeah, the uh, game for is... a Super Nintendo game, it is. Oh yeah, wow, it was super ambitious, and yeah, while there was a, a you know even for back then a, a decent lack of content without yeah, of a course. lot of re- replayability, the things that in that game then went on to be in other Star Fox games, yeah. like. It, like charge lasers? Yeah, you, you can just kind of go back and look at that game as the genesis for a lot of stuff that you thought got originated in other games. It, it's, it's Star Fox Command. If you've played Star Fox Command, you've kind of played Star Fox 2 in a lot of ways, really. A little bit, and yeah. You could, you could beat it, and I kept hearing rumors you could beat it in like less than half an hour, and... um. When I totally did, and I was like, "Oh wow, oh, you you could you could just totally do that." That wasn't even hard. Well, it's not hard. It's not a difficult game at all. Uh, there are, and the Chicken Walker is in it. And you know what's cool about the Chicken Walker? Nothing. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> but it, it feels like Macross because you could transform to the Chicken Walker. At any point in a planet level, and it feels like you're transforming into like the Robotech Macross version of just like a Gear Walker, and it feels cool. It, um, it it looks ugly. Uh, it's ambitious for its time. Wait, Mike has his hand up. What's up, Mike? Can I talk about Destiny Two now? Actually, yes. Go for it. Go for it, guys. Let me tell you about Destiny Two. Yeah, I've been playing it. the PC version this week. Yeah. Um. And it's more Destiny. That it sounds is. so goddamn disappointing. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> As see, and that, and that's the that's kind of the the main thing is that if you if you didn't like Destiny one, as it was. In it's like Taken King, Wrath of the uh, whatever the fuck the last expansion was called. Iron, Rise of Iron, or no, I was, I can't remember the last one. Um, if, uh, see, Felix likes Sorry, it. Sorry, my dog. Um, it's very, it's very much like a, if you, they did not so radically reinvent the wheel that it's a completely different game. It's still very much Destiny. Um, mm-hmm. but it has a lot of refinements that I, that I really appreciate. That I really appreciate. It's kind of what I think. 
it kind of reminds you of the difference between like Dark Souls one and Dark Souls three, mm-hmm. where Dark Souls one is, you know, kind of clunky, uh, has some weird kind of esoteric mystery elements to it that are that are ultimately really engage that are really engaging, but I think mm-hmm. are kind of unwelcoming in a, in a, in a certain way. Um, and in Destiny two and Dark like Dark Souls three kind it streamlines a lot of that stuff so where in on it to do public events to get to do you know get experience and like find complete quests and stuff like in destiny one normally you had to like go to sketchy websites and okay at approximately twelve fifty seven eastern i think there's this satellite's gonna crash on the moon i know okay, i have to be there but this website's like 10 minutes off so i only have to be there at like 11 25 or whatever, and except now in, in Destiny Two, it's just like, oh, there's going to be a public event here in two minutes, and so <laughs> and so so there's like it's kind of the it kind of walks the uh, the balance of you know not having maybe being less mysterious about some of that stuff, which I think some people might that might be like frustrating for some people, but most I I think ninety nine percent of the time for me, I really appreciate just being able to see like okay, cool mission coming up that I want to do. Okay, great. Um, Does that take some of the magic out of it? Like, I haven't played Destiny two. I've decided, like, I'm just not. Gonna uh, play that game. I mean, I mean, I guess, like, I, I mean, it, it's just like it, it might, but for me, like, just having the convenience is makes it so much more worth it for me, and and I think it just makes it a lot more approachable. And just makes it 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 doesn't feel like I'm ever like I can always be doing something like quote unquote productive. It doesn't feel yeah. like I'm just like wasting my time trying to trigger some right event. Like I can always just like look it up on the map and see when it's going to come. And uh, this so the um this this certainly like the main narrative is, is much more focused. I mean it's pretty straightforward, um, and not exactly you know blowing reinventing narrative storytelling as we know it. I mean. We all know we all knew Destiny Two was gonna try, but I mean, you know, uh, but that it, that was much more. It, it this game has has narr- actual narrative. Destiny One had a lot of lore, but just completely p- messed up any sort of coherent narrative. And Destiny Two has that has set that much better. Um, Question. Yes, Raymond. Do I? Oh, race just fine. Do I still have to? Go to Bungie.net and look at those goddamn Grimoire cards. It's in the game. Yay! So when you go onto an item, you just press E and like the Lord tab pops up and you can just read it there. They have solved something that has been fixed for the last 20 years of video gaming. Well, yes. Good job, Bungie. Exactly. So it's just, and I mean, it's, it's still like kind of the weird deep cut lore stuff. And they worked a That's little good. bit. And they're working a little bit more of that into the main story, which is cool. Um, uh, let's see. Just kind of closing notes. I mean, the PC. I'm because I've jumped from Destiny One on my PlayStation to the PC version. PC version at like Destiny at sixty frames a second looks and feels so darn good. Like the delicious. multiplayer. I I didn't really play a lot of Destiny One multiplayer, but it feels so much better in Destiny Two. Just having the extra like frames and stuff. 
and generally, how, it's like how do you like the multiplayer? Because I personally hated Destiny's multiplayer. Uh, I mean, how do you like Destiny 2's multiplayer? I mean, I don't, I don't, I, because I've I've done like a couple competitive matches, and I wasn't too wild about that. Um, but I mean, just like the regular like Crucible is like, I think it's just fun. Like I, I don't, okay. I'm not too, I'm not too enthusiastic about it. But I'm probably, I'm, I'll probably play more of it in Destiny Two than I ever did the One. Um, uh, do they still have that thing in Destiny Two? So Destiny One has certain legendary weapons where you had to play multiplayer and do well in multiplayer to unlock the legendary weapon. Does Destiny Two have that? Because I, uh, uh, it has some kind of like milestones, like you know, play two matches. Um, so okay, I, I don't think it's, I don't, I haven't seen anything that's like place, you know, top 500 MMR for one month consistently to get the first check mark of this 10 step quest. I haven't I seen mean, anything bonkers. You say like that, that like it's a joke. But no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of the. Destiny 1 had bullshit weapons. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, that's some kind of the stuff. It, that's kind of the, 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 the whole thing is like, you, if you, you might miss, you might not like. Um, it's the, it's the, the, the whole kind of the, the, like the philosophy of, of it comes down to like whether or not, okay. So there was this gun in destiny one called the sleeper simulant. It's some crazy ass laser beam thing. That was real freaking cool, but cool. good God, it was such a pain in the ass to get. Cause you're like having to solve like computer puzzles in your menu. And like it, I mean, it's something you would never ever figure out on your own. And it's kind of it's cool that they built that mystery in, but I really appreciate in Destiny Two, at least so far, just being able to kind of put that together like myself and not having to like read wiki pages. I'm like, I just want the cool gun because it feels fun to shoot. I just I just want to get there. Um, I will say, like, just to wrap up technically, uh, mm-hmm. most of the performance yeah. is, performance is pretty solid, but but big butt, very big large butt. bottom. Everyone loves big butts. Yes. Because I am having some crazy ass memory leak thing. And it oh. is <laughs> fucking wild. Cause Do you have some so it'll of that? so when I lo- load in, it'll be like sixty frames, gorgeous, looks great, smooth butter, wonderful. As I play, it's like sixty. And it kind of wheels down to 50. Well, it says it's 50. I'm pretty sure it's actually like legit 15 if you just keep going. <laughs> like some, there's something wild going on in there. Uh, and I and I double I checked all I have all the right drivers. I, I checked to like make sure there wasn't like wasn't wasn't like running five copies of it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you quit when you get to like slideshow mode as I call it. Um, uh, it's turn-based destiny. Um, uh, turn-based destiny. All so right. When it gets and when it and it's real, it's really bad. Like, um, oh, and when you but when Sorry. you it, when it's really bad and then you just quit and then come right back in, then it's gorgeous yeah. again. It's just perfect. Like nothing ever happens. So that's odd. Uh, there is some Bungie is aware of the issue and is looking into it. There is some is speculation it GPU or something. Huh. Is it GPU related or something? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, there is some speculation that it has something to do with the clan system, 
because people oh. have reported because I, I like I'm part of a like a clan, and and yeah, yeah. being in part of a clan like gets you bonuses and stuff, which is cool because like you can just log in and like oh cool my clan like did the nightfall so I get some nightfall bonuses sweet good job guys woo, um yeah, but some there some people have realized that like if they are are if they are associated to the game to their clan in game if they've like connected that then it uh if they leave their clan then the issue is fixed that's not what? yeah i don't i don't know i don't know how that happens i don't think it's like i th- i don't think it's a i think it's a uh uh it's a like a a what it's not what's the the thing um it's not a co- fuck uh it's like a, I think it's like a vendor vine. You're like it's some kind of Venn diagram. People having memory leak issue and yeah, people yeah. leaving their clan. Like, I don't think the the clan thing is the issue, but somehow like leaving your clan might fix it. So, Bungie, please That's fix. So weird. Please, please help. Otherwise, I very much enjoy Destiny too. And I've been talking okay. forever, and Josh hasn't talked a lot. So, Josh, you should probably give us the lowdown on some Nazi killing. Well, I'll start off with the Evil Within 2 because I've got a lot more to say about the Nazis. Um, You know, I picked up the Evil Within 2 as someone who has not played the original Evil Within. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of worried that I would not um, quite know what was going on. But from what I'd heard about the first game, that just had enough PC performance issues that I didn't feel like it. So, um, And I'd heard a lot of good things about it. So I picked it up. And I will say in the opening minutes, there was some stuff that was like, I bet if I played the first game, a lot of this would make sense, but you can still kind of keep along with, like, there is some sort of, you know, as uh, um, I'm blanking on his name right now, the guy mm-hmm. from Resident Evil 4, uh, the director, uh, you know, his, his kind uh, of... Shinji Mikami? Yeah, Shinji Mikami. Uh, you know, yeah. he, there's a corporation. They're doing some shady shit. Um, they have kidnapped your daughter and done some shady shit with her. And you, you know, they fucked up and you've got to fix it. So, um, I have really enjoyed that game. I don't play a lot of survival horror. It's been a while, but you know, I felt like there was room in my life for a game like that. And I'd heard plenty about it. So I decided to pick it up and I have really enjoyed that game so far. I I think the story is very Mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, I did read a little bit about the first to kind of get a little more background on this evil corporation and and the character you play as in the evil within two which is the character from the first game um yeah uh, do a little wiki dive then yeah there and and you know watch a couple cutscene montages and, and some synopses uh cool. because apparently not only do you have to play the first game but you have to do all the dlc too like all the dlc are important to the story um so I was not about to do that before I played my shiny new video game. So, um, yeah. But yeah, um, b- there are not enough bullets ever. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time you played a survival horror game? There's not supposed to be enough bullets, my man. But but like, what if you had more bullets? <laughs> <laughs> then it's not survival not horror. <laughs> How how threatening is a xenomorph? If then it's just survival bullets? inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> even even police officers roll around with a magazine in the gun and two in their hip. Like you know, I go up to a dead guy and he's got like 
two bullets on him. I'm like, because he fired the rest of the monsters. He mm, he had his primary out. He had his satin. God damn it, <laughs> Josh. Had, no, Josh, did you try switching to your pistol? Stop. <laughs> I hear it's faster than reloading. I, I am we actually really, re- We really need to start recording, like, faces for this. We really should do that. <laughs> I, 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 we should have done it this episode, honestly. Um, I, I am messing up. But, yeah, though, I, uh, the game the game is good. I like it. Um, I like the story. I like the setting. Uh, I haven't had a game that's made my heart race like that in quite some time. There are some truly, truly terrifying and disgusting creatures in that game. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> cool. <clears throat> Now I'm going to talk about Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. This game is incredible. I am about four hours in now. Yeah. The game starts with a swift punch in your face, and it just keeps going from there. Does it it keep punching you in the face? It just keeps punching you in the face. Um, Sounds like Doom. Yeah, kind of. Um, I, more games should take their sequel, um, lessons from Wolfenstein 2, uh, because this game really just builds off of what was good about the first and, and really just ratchets, ratchet, ratchets it up. Um, they pretty much start exactly where the first one leaves off. Okay. Cause a minor spoiler, the end of the first game kind of leaves Please. Kind of leaves it to believe BJ Blazkowicz might be done. But JK, <sighs> motherfucker, is not. I don't know if that's so much a spoiler when all the marketing material kind of shows BJ Blazkowicz front and center. Well, you know. If you haven't played the first one, then it's kind of a spoiler still that he might... He, things didn't end so great. Okay. <laughs> for our enough, friend BJ. Enough. But... For, for... <laughs> The, the thing about this game is it, it opens up with, like, it doesn't pull any punches. Like, it establishes the villain right away. This lady who is from the first game is gone off the deep end, and she is just straight evil. Okay, all right. Um, and Nazis do that, really, you know. Yeah, yeah. They also, in the first few sequences, kind of go into some stuff with BJ's um, past and his racist, homophobic, abusive, terrible father. Um, they, uh, it's hard to describe how this hardcore action game also has these incredible statements on race, politics, whiteness in America today. You know, not, not just to talk about like, you know, hey, the Nazis took over and gave the South to the KKK. Like, really, some of the stuff they're talking about in this game really applies to today about, like, Trumpism and how, you know... Trumpism. White, you know, white dudes who have failed can never take that responsibility on themselves and always have to blame, you know, those other people. Because it Mm -hmm. couldn't have been me that made shit go bad. Gotta be them damn immigrants. Uh-huh. So it's it's truly incredible to play this game that is 
as they say, not political, but really political, that is touching all of this really important stuff in this hyper-action I mean, game. But it did... It, the thing about The Nazis it is, are a political party. True, true. <laughs> but, like, you know, if you take... If you take the current political climate aside, saying fuck Nazis isn't really a political stance. And there's a way you can play this game where you're not having a conversation about um, race necessarily. Yeah, you're having the whole like the German, you know, the Nazis think that Jews are bad and people who aren't Mm. Aryan. But like, you know, they have a they have a you know, they have commentary on how a lot of their stuff was very subjective and didn't was kind Mm -hmm. of bullshit, but they also have this, um, the power to be arbitrary. Yeah. But you know, and then they also talk about like how at some point you meet up with some some folks who would basically equate to the black Panthers. And, and that was pretty evident in the marketing. They kind of show that character, but like the, 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 interaction between them about like yeah we're on the same side but we're not because you're Mm -hmm. kind of using it as an you know as a as a as a thing of convenience like where were you when shit was only kind of bad now that shit's really bad Mm -hmm. here you are kind of thing um yeah yeah welcome to the hashtag resistance baby yeah um it's 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 uh, it's incredible. I, I'm having a lot of fun with the gameplay. The shooting feels great. The guns are super fun. The upgrades are great. The enemies are um, very interesting and diverse. But it also has this incredible... It, I mean, it also goes into, like, BJ's character and his own, like, struggles with things that are happening to him and in his life and, and how he feels about the conflict in the future and whatnot. It, it, it's tackling a lot and I'm only four hours in. Um, but none so of it's it, not like doom where it's that's a demon and I can't believe it's not in pieces in front of me. Let me solve this it issue is because you know, BJ sees a Nazi and he's like, why haven't I chopped its legs off and then chipped my hatchet in his throat? But also, so why, why is that Nazi alive? BJ I feel a feeling, some, like, you know, inner demons and monologues going on and and it the thing about it is though it doesn't feel there's no at least for me there's no dissonance in the tone of the cutscenes or the tone of the gameplay like I, I feel like it makes the transition between that very smoothly which I would say is a pretty difficult task to complete and mm-hmm. so far, they've done it well. I'm very much enjoying this game, especially especially considering the fact that you haven't even unlocked the. Uh, we're just going to have. We're not going to use violence. We're just going to discuss the issues mode. <laughs> I haven't so, unlocked uh, woke mode yet. I know woke woke mode. That's a different. You gotta hear both sides, okay? See, the difference between the First Amendment of, like, neo-Nazis and the Nazis in this game is these ones are actually killing people. That's, that's, a diff- that's where you can go ahead and kill them back. 
Yeah. Th- that's when you can shoot and, and shoot and continue really, to shoot. It was really weird being in some city in the United States and watching these Nazis talk to these KKK members openly wearing their stuff just about, like, you know, stuff. And I'm like... Mm. Oh, I bet it was weird when it happened in the video game, too, huh? <laughs> it's like, oh, I saw that on the news the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, that sucks. I met I met the milkshake Nazi. I think id Software has this great tone of, like, we're just, well, except for Rage. Let's not talk about Rage. You know what you did, Rage. Of this great tone of, you know what? We're going to make an enemy for this game that is uncontroversial <laughs> to kill. Demons from hell... Fucking Nazis. No one's going to get mad. No parents should get see, mad. That, see, hey, the they'll, they'll, they'll buckle to all the, the alt-right buttheads. And then Wolfenstein... Th- Wolfenstein. Okay. Leaked title for Wolfenstein 3. Rise of the Centris. <laughs> Rise of the Centris. Stop it, Michael. Stop it. <laughs> we'll workshop it, okay? We'll workshop Stop it. Stop it. There's a big difference between Centris and... Fucking Nazis killing people. <laughs> Got to hear both sides, agree. okay? Both have ideas, and Wolf ideas Stein are the future. Incredible. I highly recommend it. If you haven't played the first, go play it. It has I'll some go pretty good it. takes itself. <clears throat> it's a really fun game, but this game is even better. And okay. you need done with this recording. I'm going to play more until I'm too exhausted to not stay awake. Um. I wanted to talk about something real quick in, like... Oh, uh, real quick. I, even quicker. Mike, can I have a minute of your time? Yes. I beat I beat near Automata. I got ending A, and I'm pretty much going to It means you did not beat it. You have to keep going. I, I know. I have to get have ending to G going. or whatever you it have is. To get to, you have to finish B, at least. Because by the time you finish I, B, you'll want to get to C. So here's my problem. I hate the combat in that game so much, I just don't want to play it anymore. It's just not clicking for me. It's like bad Bayonetta. The... Wow. I, sh- yes. I understand. I understand your argument. <laughs> I understand it. There's nothing wrong with being... The with focusing on elements of the game that are not its strongest elements. The story's great, and I was loving that. I, the music is great. The atmosphere is great. Yes. The questions that ask about androids and humans and robots and what is the difference between it all and investigating all that, that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so I, after I beat the game, I went to YouTube and researched it all because I was like, I'm done Fuck. with it. I don't want to play this game anymore. The combat is not interesting. I will admit I'm that, like... the same two buttons all over. I, yeah, I will admit that the, the actual, like, combat itself is not, like... It's not, like, Devil May Cry, you know, level of engaging, you know, third-person action combat. But it, for me, like, all those other elements, like, the music, the story, like, the story, the, like, the, the side stories, like, that's kind of... That, those are kind of the elements that kept me going. And like, yeah. and honestly, even though this is going to sound dumb, but like, on like, I know a lot of people really bounced off like the part where you play is, um, uh, sh- oh my god, I can't remember which one's which. Nine uh, S. I I really enjoyed that. Like, I mean, I know his like his mechanics. I know a lot of people did not, but I really enjoyed like how you are like hacking into people and it turns into like a twin stick shooter. Like I, yeah, that's kind of. I thought that I always, and then like the music changes. Like I really enjoyed that. 
Um, the game is... I wanted to like this game so much, but I... I'm in this weird dilemma where I want to like a game, but uh, I'm in the Star Fox Zero dilemma, but it's not that bad. Where I love everything about Star Fox Zero except playing it. <laughs> I love everything about Nier Automata except the combat. It's fine, it's serviceable, it's just so plain and uninteresting. It's very, it's, 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 like, it's very utilitarian in that it's, yeah. it's there yeah. to serve a purpose to like... Yeah. I don't want to play 8 to 20 more hours of that was my problem. I was like, all right, I got ending A. I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing. I think uh, I just – if this gives you any sort of encouragement, I think out of all the games I've played this year, yeah. I think – I think the – for me, Nier Automata is – if I know we were we're pretty loose, fast and loose about like we're not settling on a single winner for any sort of category for anything, but I think Near yeah, Automata yeah. Ha- better win some damn like gaming narrative awards. Uh, it's up for it's it's up for a uh, game of the year uh, narrative. It, it was in the Golden Joystick Awards, so you can like vote on it, that it's just too. I mean it. It is so. Really it is so effective at telling its story in ways that only can only be done through games, and it is so much more effective because of that. Um, and I think one of my, I think my favorite moment in any game this year is still in near, like the very end of near. Like there is, I mean, you've probably heard little bits of what it is, but I just it is, watched it. It's I, I for me that that moment was like that was. It felt really cool to like make that kind of to to make that decision i thought it was really not not something you see every day and and why it was i think so effective um the story is about as deep as evangelion and yet it's not as up its own ass it does have its moments though yeah it has it has its moments like the side quest philosopher guy He's he's up as on us, but that's the point. So, but, but yeah, I get it, I get it. But that's my thoughts on near. Uh, I I liked it, but I didn't like it at the same time. The, the I I didn't like the video game. If you made a movie of near, oh my god, oh dear lord, I I could watch that all day long. Perhaps an anime. I mean, this thing is ripe for an anime. It, Just, it is very much. It is the most anime thing I've. It is an anime. It's an it's a playable anime. Yes, it, honestly. I uh, I have com I don't have any comments actually on the way two B is dressed and the way nine S is dressed and no for anyone curious as far as I got in the game they never really addressed like why are you dressed like Lolita Goth yeah reasons I will say the combat <laughs> gets better when you when you get to the chapter the third chapter but see that's just it you have to beat the game three goddamn times it's like, not oh, the <laughs> it's chapters it's not it's not the end of the game it's chapter chapter in a story that spans thousands of years never mind got we should talk about the news yeah our favorite game is in trouble Uh, well one of my favorite games and it's been up for many game of the years uh pubg um god damn just so much freaking hacking and cheating in that game so two weeks ago when you said something was up about my favorite game like what are they doing to peggle oh no (laughs) oh peggle (laughs) That game is good as hell. 
Damn. Uh, two weeks ago, the server had to be shut down from PUBG because it was reported there was one cheater for every single match on the server. <laughs> <laughs> and they are banning an That's average. Bad. That's not very good. <laughs> no! <laughs> and it's not just like regular cheating. It is aim hack, speed hack, health hack, see-through wall hacks. You know, just everything you fear that people are doing in the game is just happening. <laughs> And a Blue Hole Entertainment confirmed it's yeah. a fucking Chinese server. It's 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 they're like leaning into it. They're like we're banning twenty thousand people a day. Whoa, that's that is insane. And they're still going at it. And they're saying it's mostly the Chinese server. Yeah, there's some Europeans, Americans, Russians well, in there. In, mostly the Chinese. The kind server. of the kind of funny thing is like I think they talked about this on Waypoint yeah. Radio. But mm. a lot of, but like the thing that's drive is like, well, people, okay, people like get cheating accounts and then play their games and get like 40 kills in like a hundred game, a hundred like players or a hundred like player match, which is hilarious. And then like, and just to get like loot boxes to, to get really rare items that they can sell for like 500 bucks a pop. Yeah. And so it like all kind of spirals back to the. Like how you're like the unintended effects, the unintended <laughs> effects of like having a marketplace in your like competitive game, like yeah, it's very. Is it, you know it 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 it's very interesting. Incentivizes people to try and cheat to get this thing that will give them money and that they can you know sell their account for or, or turn into other things. So you know it. It gives people a reason to cheat other than just the lulls. Yeah, yeah. I it, it makes me sad, and it's actually kept me off of PUBG for the past three weeks, because that's the last thing I want to do. Play a video game where you there is a very high likelihood that someone is aim hacking. Or someone is speed... Have you seen the videos of the speed hack? If I ever hop into a match of PUBG and I see, like, multiple people speed hacking towards me, running like the Flash. <laughs> with you know what? If, okay. My one rule for speed hacking is if you're blasting, like, Live and Learn from Sonic Adventure 2, then <laughs> by all means, speed hack away my, my beautiful child. Just do it. Live and Learn! They speed hack and punch you and then kill you. <laughs> that game's not good. Like the actual Flash. They just run around the map and then punch you and then you're dead. Can they run on water? That's a good question I have for the speed hack. Do they? Anyways, I, I, I don't know. But that, that would make me uninstall the That's game the web speed hack. You know what's bad about that also? Like really bad? They're about to go release in less than like a month or two. They promised a release before 2018. And I love the game. And I think the person, I forget his real name, Player Unknown, has a great idea, but man, you've got a long way to go when you're banning that many people just messing up everyone's yeah. game. And like, it, I mean, I, I, I haven't played too much of it, but I'm really, I'm really excited to, to see them like kind of roll out things like new maps and like, yeah, and like hurdling great. and like more movement stuff, but. I do kind of wish that they would. I I don't know if it's just the engine, but it just feels like the optimization is still not quite isn't isn't is like it feels like that there's some work to be done there, and certainly like if yeah. 
if like you're in if you're in such a matchmaking rank that you're going to be running into a lot of cheaters like i don't know how that game is built and the whether or not if there's something they can do to like definitively like solve the cheating problem but yeah. that's something that if people can't get into a game where they feel like they're getting a fair shake they're going to leave your game or it's going to give them one more reason to jump to an alternative when that game when that presents itself so it's a problem that PUBG right. needs to look at soon and fix yeah they yesterday they need to stop adding features and I, I think I said this like I think I said this like four months ago after I played with you guys a couple of matches um I, I I love this game I love everything it's doing and honestly if I was voting for game of the year th this is near the top of the list um but near they have, the top uh, I mean, I can't say what my game of the year is. You know that. I can't officially say. I'll just, I'll just say this. Quote near comma the top, unquote. Okay. Yeah, right. you got me. Okay. <laughs> okay. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> near is your game of the year. There it is. <laughs> We're all done. Let's go home. We're all good. Okay. We're all, but they all need to good. stop adding features, and they've got so much infrastructure that needs to be addressed. Like. You were right. The game is more optimized than it was. It's not perfect. The, the cheating needs to be addressed. The the very simple features like the game not randomly crashing. There was a match I was in where I was in the top 12. I had five kills to my name and I'm running along. I got the blue tag behind me. I'm like, this is it. I'm getting a, I'm getting some chicken dinner tonight. It's going to be tasty. Game crash. Just right then and there. I'm like, I... I checked my computer. Nothing else was wrong. I had nothing else open in the background. Not even Google Chrome. It was just me and PUBG. And it just nuked itself off. My, and then I, I quickly logged out, logged back in, and I'm dead. I died to the blue. It's like, it's gone. I mean, don't, don't I, you know, I don't, like, okay, I don't want to be right. the one to say Damn. it, but Ray, you got to get good. That's fair. <laughs> if you hadn't been in the blue when the game crashed... I, I wasn't in the blue! <laughs> I was fine! And then the game crashed for no reason. You know what the best part of the game crashing is? When you hit the button to send the crash report, that crashes too! That's like the biggest kick in the dick! <laughs> well, to cheer us up, I have some somewhat dystopian game news oh, to share with you Let's guys. Do How do you feel about that? Oh, okay, yeah. well, please, the please. first one is that EA of video game publishing fame. Wait, what? I've heard of I've heard of uh, has decided to close Visceral the Visceral Studio. Um Visceral yeah. Games. Uh well known for Dead Space mainly was their kind of most recent or I guess their most well known series. I think they worked on Battlefield Hardline. Uh and yeah. they were in they were in works w on some sort of Star Wars triple A single player story-based adventure type game uh and i know it's it's kind of funny that like we talked to i mean uh, pe people went chicken little over this saying like oh single player games are dead but we've talked about games like wolfenstein and mario well mario's meant to sell systems but so it's different um but it's i think more than like EA folk EA put out this really bizarre statement too. I don't have the text in front of me, but like normally, like when you shift, um, uh, uh, they said they were gonna pivot because they were checking the marketplace 
and they weren't satisfied with the direction that the game was going, so they're pivoting into a new direction. We couldn't shoehorn enough microtransactions uh, into it, so we're doing something else so we can now. Yeah, it, I mean, it's Josh like is, Josh is the rule the of the rule of giving people of the rule of giving the world and or people bad news is to make it done as quick as possible. And when you put out a statement that's like we needed to pivot to the to the games as a service like model that our consumer that the consumers clearly enjoy. It's like no, don't say that. Just say like, you know, we thank this team for their work and they're bringing them on to other AI projects. We'll have more news for you coming soon. Just like I don't know. But it's so it's kind of it's kind of interesting like I think it's kind of weird that like um it it's just more than I think like a, a retrospective on like single player games. It's kind of a like what is EA? I mean, they have like FIFA, they have Madden. Yeah. Uh they have Battlefield. They, have Battlefront. they have Battlefront is Hey, Battlefield 1 is good, but I associate that more with dice than I do EA. I guess. I don't know. So, and and in a lot of uh and since this this news first broke uh, there's been there's been some subsequent reporting that said that this game was really kind of in the weeds. It, like it wasn't EA. Like it may not be, have been so black and white as EA just being the bad guy here and like destroying something innocent and beautiful. Like it sounds like there's been a lot of tensions within the studio and people coming and leaving the project and uh, you know and lots of murmurs about it not being on track for quite a long time. So. I don't know if it's just like the curse of Star Wars and, you know, if you are on board a Star Wars project, you will eventually get fired and or canceled because that happens in the <laughs> movies all the time. Um, but it was just interesting kind of news. I think, like, the, the big thing it means for single-player games is that, like, just people need to remember that... Um, mainly to not panic because... Uh, Bless you. Um, I mean, because you still have things like Doom 2016. That that are. It's just you just have to make the right single player game. It's like even if people yeah. didn't latch on to like Dishonor 2 or Prey, um, they they are they did latch on. They really like well, Doom. You look at you look at, and you look at Friday, Mario's, we Zelda, had three huge AAA single player Assassin's Creed games yeah. come out. Um, so. Yeah, I think a... anyone that anyone that says like single player games are dead that has is, not. That I mean, they're it, they're the same people who said like, oh, PC gaming is dead because the Xbox 360 is happening. It's like what there are also the people fuck? who said no. that the big first person story, you know, the big first party story was dead five years ago. Like you know the the, the death knell yeah, yeah. of the the first player the single player story has been sounding. For a decade now, because yeah. games are getting too expensive, and nobody wants to buy them, and nobody wants to play them, and everybody wants to just play Call of Duty and Madden. So, like, that's it. And I mean, I have opinions I can only share off the record on like games being expensive, and like what is the true cost of creating a video game, and what is the value of like microtransactions and we've talked about that i think at length but uh obviously ea as i think 
Mike and Josh, I've shared many times, uh, has shareholders. They have to answer mm-hmm. to those shareholders, and their shareholders don't want some of the money. They want a lot of the money. Yes. And when you compare it, you know, say what we will about uh, microtransactions and games, and uh, 95% of people won't buy microtransactions. But those 5%, they will buy, and they will buy in large quantities. Yes. And so, uh, and this is kind of, and just as a sidebar, I, I, I want to mention that, like, sing, like first-party single-player games like Horizon and Mario, I think mm. um, certainly they're not going away. I mean, they kind of have an objectively different purpose because they're meant to drive interest in the console itself. So they'll always yeah. be a little bit different from like a true third party style like studio like Activision or EA making a game, uh, but certainly I, I think we'll still those aren't going to be going away because that's how the big guys get you to buy their console in the first place. Um, but the, what, what you were saying, Ray, kind of partails into another story, which just is kind of like it's it's part dystopian but part also really clever. So. Uh, earlier this um, earlier this month, Activision was granted a pa- a patent 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 this oh, no. uh, this month for a system <laughs> it uses to convince people in multiplayer games to purchase items like uh, through microtransactions. And basically, okay, so this was an expl- so um, Activision statement. Basically, what Activision did here is that they had their R&D team developed some like systems for mic for like multiplayer games. Roger explain how it works. Yeah, so basically what it does is it, it bases the matchmaking of a multiplayer game to encourage sales of microtransactions. So and there's a lot of and, and that's kind of the big picture concept. But there's a lot of ways that that can play out. So, for example, it might be, uh, I mean, there's kind of the one side of like encouraging, where it can sh- put it can put you in games with a lot of people who have spent a lot of money on microtransactions. So you, they are likely going to have a better game than you, like on the on this Excel spreadsheet here, which might drive you to become a investor in microtransactions. Uh, and then, like on the flip side of that, it might be like kind of a retention kind of angle, where if you if you buy something, uh, like if even if it's just like a weapon, I mean, it's kind of a placebo almost, because if even if it's just like a wet like a skin and has no like actual damage bonus or anything, they might match you into games with people who are below your like level, like not not percept like you couldn't tell visually. Or, or perceptively, but they'll put you in games where you are on the higher end of the skill tier, yeah. To make you to give you put you in a better game, and like in the back of your head, make you feel better about that purchase. Yes, which is fucking wild. Like that is oh, so crazy. After you play a couple matches, according to the patent, they would then place your uh, identification back up into a higher MMR. Uh, with people that are of a higher skill than you, but also monetize, so now they have the special weapon or item, and you're looking at it like, well, they're doing better than me now. Maybe I need to monetize a little harder. And you know, all right, all right. I realize I'm in the industry. 
and I hold my tongue by most things. But on this thing, I will say, this is scummy. And it made me feel dirty yeah, reading and that. Activi- when this kind of got big, like it, it was first, the, the scoop was kind of first published by Rolling Stone. And when, uh, when Activision was like, oh, we didn't put this in any game. But, I mean, it's, but like, it's, honestly, it's like, thought. that's the, the kind of thing is like, how would we really know? I mean, I mean, they, if it's like matchmaking, it's like, oh, well, we, you know, we want to focus on putting people in the best matches, which explains why you had an imbalanced match. But like, you know, it's, it's kind of wild. I mean, I mean it, it's, it's annoying how clever it is. Bungie, uh, Bungie PR had to come out and said none of that's in Destiny 2. Yeah, Please, like don't accuse Destiny. Yeah, 2 so it's it's kind of wild, and it kind of shows how like, I mean, even like, I mean, I, like I, I like Overwatch. I, I I love correction. I love Overwatch. It's really fun, uh, and I really lo- and I enjoy the cosmetics in it. But like, it kind of it even goes to show how like just cosmetic. Like style, like style transactions and add-ons, can have a pretty deep impact on the game itself too. Because if you are buying, if you buy boxes, and then you jump into a match and you're getting put a bunch up, you know, in a softball match, yeah. then, I mean, like, w- w- that's crazy. I mean, it, is... it's I guess that I mean, they, like I said, they patented it and. uh it, they say they haven't implemented it, but the well's kind of poisoned. Like, nobody even nobody just for things yeah, it, like, look like, at the matchmaking for a game and just believe it. There, there's always going to be that kind of like, yeah, an Activision exactly. game at the least. Yeah, but what if they are just doing that? So, th- th- this, uh, uh, I was talking with some people about this. This is like. This is that fear that people have in the video game industry of like, what if there's, <laughs> I love using this term, what if there's late capitalism in microtransactions oh. in video games? What would that actually you look see, like? This is it. This is what that looks like. No, and, and see, and the thing is like, I mean, because not to go like too off the rails here, but that's going to be like the, with like the weird shit that is like, I mean, obviously around like, the election and social media and what kind of information is in social media and like are the integrity of and like how if you put your face if you put your phone like on the table next to a tv playing a french movie and then check facebook you get french ads um is that true yeah yeah it like because it has access to microphones yeah there's there's um there, there's so like what the Facebook app having access to your microphone and hearing you say things in conversation yeah. and then serving you up ads for things you're talking about pretty soon after you've said them. Yeah, like that's so. I, I've, I've seen so that with the like weird, Google Chrome search. So like, I I mean, so it's what if it's not even just like, hey, you bought X, you bought a loot box, like what? I mean, when. The, Okay, here's I go off the deep end. So when AI gets really like really real and starts curating like, oh, Josh Josh really likes Josh really likes shotguns, but he doesn't have the super fancy shotgun that we want him to buy. 
So we're going to put him and de design, like, curate matches for him that will put him in situations where he wish he had that shotgun. That is and gross. it would be able to calculate that and and make that happen, like that is when when those like it, the the intri like, as long as they have the the power for it, like just the raw computing for it, like they could yeah. get really intricate with things like that, like, or if they knew it, like if an Overwatch for example, like if they matched me up against. You know, like uh, in competitive, I was like platinum. But like, if they started to sneak like yeah. diamond level Zenyatas who happen to have like a bunch of like skins I don't have, then I'd be like, yeah. you know, you know, maybe I need to like, I don't know, like maybe they're doing something that I'm not like to get me so, to some so money or like. You know, you know, it's bordering on like, and I'm gonna say it. It's bordering on being a little bit unethical when several PR members of your same company are coming out saying, don't worry, we're not using this. What I'm not hearing is the word yet. Yeah. But I'm not sure if that's going to ever be a sure yeah. thing. They know that when that patent got out, like, no one likes this. Nobody thinks that this is an okay. You know who thinks it's okay? The people at Activision that want to make way more money yeah and you know what? i'm not against making money i'm really not yeah i'm but not we're not right way to do we're not it. here to take anyone's bread away you know um no there, there there is totally a right way to do it this is like you have my 60 dollars is that no longer enough where does it end we're only we're only psychologically two steps me? away from that legendary 4chan green text drink verification can <laughs> 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 we're a mere step or two away from that um dear god but yeah i mean because it, it just kind of i mean with, with things like this it kind of spins into like you know the, the advertising get on social media and then again not to get too off topic but like how that spins into what kind of messages you specifically joshua and or ray will be served about you know upcoming candidate x on issue y and like how fine like it's kind of it's it, this this story i think is a small is like a small piece in a much larger kind of weird puzzle that i think society is going to have to really really going to have to figure out before it gets real whack because then because people with enough money and time and desire to make you think a certain way will have the the very the, will be, are much are going to be much more able to curate messages to change your mind specifically and tell you exactly what, what you at. need to know to make you think exactly the way you want want you to think. Remember when there was content locked on DLC, uh, content yeah. disc locked DLC, where you had to like enter in the code or you had to buy it, but it was already on the disc. You just didn't have access to it. Like it was done content but they weren't letting you ever have it until you paid money or until the servers went down or whatever the hell um and remember how that went away because the mass uh the masses said yeah this is dumb can you stop doing this i think and hope that this is what we're looking at full price games with just 
microtransactions that visibly affect gameplay and they're trying to psychologically burn you into spending more than the $60 you already paid for the game. I think this is that because there's enough building outcry against it. Like you don't you don't hear people like dunking on like Mario Odyssey for in-game microtransactions because it doesn't have any. People are like, yay, it's a fun game and it'll probably be rewarded for that. You don't hear people like dunking on like Mario. I'm, the two recent examples I have, Mario plus Rabbids, is because there is no uh, in-game microtransactions not yet for it. Yeah, there's some Amiibo stuff, but that's wholly ignored. And they even give you like if you bought the game within the last, I don't know, but the game I came with came with like weapons that, in my opinion, kind of make the beginning parts of the game a little bit too easy. The pixel pack. Yeah, it's, I, I think that's a little unfair, but it was free. So who cares? You, what you hear about is like Shadow of Mordor getting just dunked on because it has DLC. Man, don't even like... In the game. We didn't even talk about Shadow of War, but... The, parts of that <laughs> game, make you, it's like there are loot boxes, but there's people with culture inside of them. Wow! It's like, oh boy. Yeah, but orcs are evil. Fuck them. But they have yeah, culture now. <laughs> Just tell, wake me up when there's when the next sh- Shadow of War game is an orc starting his own revolution. Okay, then I'll be interested. That sounds pretty cool. Orcs are evil. Fuck them. I said it. And you also hear about so Destiny's shaders. You want, you like, want the 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 shadow of Shagavorka. What the fuck is Shea Gavarka? <laughs> it's Shea Gavara, <laughs> but with... Just no, no, tell me, you know... Oh, Shea Gavara! We oh, see. oh, I get... Jesus, such a dad see, joke. Well, see, the game, <laughs> see, the game starts when your orc father, Coral Marx, <laughs> is slain by Saruman. <laughs> also, they make you work weekends. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what we're saying is we're gonna have I the would play the hell out of this game. uprising. <laughs> yeah, see, you're, you're that's just trying that, so hard. See, that's the that's the Shadow War game I want to play instead of this like white elf supremacist yelling at you inside your skull, telling you to to shame people. You know, you know the ga- the game I've watched glowing their face of with energy. That guy, no, no one in this game in Shadow of War is a good guy. No, no one is a good guy in this die. game. So, uh, yeah, no, the <laughs> I don't know why anyone like feels sorry for the orcs because one, the orcs want to kill. No, all actually, humans. it has to be either that or Shadow of Tom Bombadil. Who the fuck is Tom Bombadil? Exactly. Wow. Wait, wait, he's not I even just... that far. You know, never mind. My my uh, <laughs> my Tolkien cred has slipped, hasn't it? It's okay. I'm not. I'm not on. I'm not on the authority to give out Tolkien cred. I know if we do talk about Narnia books, I will. I will fight to the death for a horse and his boy. It's the near automata of the Narnia books and is underrated and is very, actually very good. So fight me. I'm not going to fight you. I've only read the first book. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which I think is actually the third book, so never mind. The Lion is Jesus. That's all you have to remember. Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Subtle metaphor. (laughs) 
It's as subtle as a brick to the face. <laughs> it really is. With a silence. I actually it, prefer uh, the tiger, the wizard, and the armoire. That's my favorite book. And with that, we're we're gonna we're gonna ask just any other news, or we're or we're gonna end. I think. Uh, let me just do let me just do one last check I here. I think we got most of the. Pretty much, gone off the rails here at this point. So Josh says play Wolfenstein two. Mike says play Destiny um, two. I guess we very. I I, I want to wrap this up, but uh, just some of the stuff with NeoGath. Um. Oh yeah, that. Uh, because the the basically the head guy at NeoGaf was a dick. Uh, NeoGaf is a very popular long run long running gaming forum, um, back from like the old forumy days, and was basically you know it was out- outed. It was released Basic, revealed. So basically, during um, a, a, a week or so ago, the whole hashtag, hashtag me too. Me too was kind of going around social media. And somebody that he knew on her fr- private Facebook page posted her own story. Um, and basically through that, it, it came to, to light that he was the perpetrator of the, the actions that she was talking about. And um, which then spread around the Internet and caused people to kind of go back and look at some other very scumbag, douchey male things that he has done or said in the past. Um, and basically been like, yeah, this this guy's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Which I mean, I do want to. I do want to say, like, the the things that he said he did hold him to the fire for that. Yes. The things that he's being accused of, uh, I, I want to take the safe bridge and say alleged. I I, I believe the victim, but I I, I don't want to be like to the point where we're like. Stabbing the guy. Honestly, the guy when he addressed it, he finally released a statement. Evil Lord, I do believe, is the name of the guy. He didn't necessarily. No, he say just he said she's crazy and that, that she is not a person that should be believed, and tried to discredit her. The classic. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, a white male. That'll and settle I'm things down. To get everybody off my case because they know what I've done wrong. Like that's that's classic. That's classic oppressor behavior to just say. Oh, she's hysterical. She's crazy. She's a bitch. She's psycho. You can't trust anything she says. Believe me. Who else do we know who says that? It's not <laughs> a good. Way, it's not a good way to make your very believable assault allegations no. go away. But it is a very good way to blow up your longtime gaming forum, uh, which has pretty much been in. Uh, all I know is that I checked Twitter last last week and I was just like, "Whoa, God, what happened?" Is Gaff still up? Uh, still I up think there? so, it, it, it but had... now they're just keeping it about the yeah, game. Gone down for a while. Then it was like, then he said, "You know, she's crazy, and I'm, we're still going to keep doing things, but we're just going to focus on the games. No more political stuff anymore, because you know, sexual assault is political. It's like, uh, yeah, and games aren't political, but." whatever um but i you know a lot of people have been leaving or doing things mass migrations to other sites accounts banned you know and and i think there's a twitter bot out there that tracks every time like a new thread gets posted on neogaf and the the traffic on that has considerably considerably uh dropped i believe it i mean 
it once you have like strong allegations to that and like the addressing of it is seemed kind of weak and then it's found out hey you know what you said some things that are really kind of uncool my man you 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 sound like kind of a jerk uh then many people are yeah. just like you know what i don't want anything to do with this i'm out i'm out that, that's my limit that, that, there we go yeah thumbs up we're out and, and i don't blame them. i don't blame any of them because who wants to be associated with that you know yeah, and it's, you know, not to be, like, out headhunting or anything, but it's, like, you know, at, at a certain point, it's just, like, at a certain point, is it, are you just, when are you, can when are you tacitly approving this? It's something you, I think, a lot of people need to think about, and, a lot, you know, it's something I, I, I certainly think about. Like, I, like, when, when hashtag me too, like, got a win big and got a lot of attention, I was, like, it made me, I was, like, okay, first of all, like, this is, I, I, I knew this is something people deal with every day, like especially like in gaming cultures and online. Um, but it, it, the the first thing it did, it, the one thing it really did for me was like made me reevaluate like my own behavior. It's like, well, I'm pretty, I like in my head, I'm pretty sure I I don't think I have a problem with like saying the wrong things or like putting people in uncomfortable positions. But I I. You know, I checked. I went through. I'm like, okay, let's just think about this, just to be sure. And I and from all of this, like from I mean, from Weinstein to, I mean, to like NeoGap. I hope that this is something that that just a lot of the general awareness of all of these issues is helping people kind of the constructively going forward. I hope people are going through their their history with a fine tooth comb, and you know, if they find that they have made mistakes. Not going, not going to race to that person to apologize. You don't need to like. You don't have the right to like go make yourself feel better yeah. by talking to that person or Your anything. Responsibility but is to fix yourself. Make pledging to yourself to be yeah. better and knowing like, when you it, messed you know, up. This is a this is and, a big one, especially it. given like everything that the, the subject matter that this is about. You know, a huge thing in gaming culture is always say like, "Oh, I got raped," or "Oh, this raped me," and like. That's not really an okay thing to say about, like, yeah. getting trucked in a game. Yeah. And there are so many other words available. And, you know, that's one of those things that I used to use and I personally had to stop using. Because it's like, that's actually not okay. So, I, you know, I hope that this, you know, even if people haven't, you know, actually gone out and committed assault like that, you know, just look at how they... Like you said, interact with people. I mean, the language around it is like, I mean, the language around it is like, is a a large part of the like, the the psychology of it because it's like, people talk about like, women being like victims of sexual violence, like they're in a car crash or, like like it's something that just like, like there it, it's just an accident, like it's not someone, it's like the 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 actual perpetrator of said harassment and or violence is often like kind of masked in that language in that it's like the invisible hand of the universe like it's one of those things that just touching your butt inappropriately it's one of those things that happens and there's nothing we can do about it and we just have to yeah so it's like so definitely so definitely like i think what the easy and a very easy change to make is just you know like watch your language you son of a bitch (laughs) you don't you could yeah. Be nice to each other. 
Just just follow the golden rule. Do unto others as have done unto you. And just, you know, be there for people. Yeah. I, I think if everyone just... Call out your douchebag scummy friends when they say shitty things. Yeah. Well, tell or them, just don't be tell friends them with the fuck them. off. That was not acceptable. And then peace out. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I keep my circle of friends kind of tight because keep I don't tight. like the, uh... What does that mean? Uh, you, you know exactly what that means. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, don't maybe Josh should make some... You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to say it. All right. All right. Life is crazy. Right. Life is chaos. Be kind. Josh is right, though. If someone's, like, being kind of an asshole next to you and that is someone that you associate with as a friend, pull them to the side. Tell them, listen... My man or my woman depends. I don't care. Uh, that my pro that probably wasn't cool. That's not cool to do around me. That's not cool to do that person. And just, then you know, we like dox them. Yes. I was, yes. No, that's what stop. we do. Please yes. stop. Yes. Please stop, Mike. We dox them. Yes. Smalls because who buys small pizza? <laughs> oh my gosh! I want pizza now. I'm not even well, maybe kidding. You, should, you know, maybe you could just make it at home. But you know. Oh my god! Make sure you're asking I can the right have person to do while it. playing Mario Odyssey. Get some Italian on Italian action. Holy shit! You guys just gave me a great idea. I think I'm gonna treat myself. So do we need pizza. to do we need to wrap this up so you can go on take care note. of your 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 situation? I I need to get Grubhub on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Oh, real quick, really fast. We've been going on for forever. That's what happens when we take weeks to do these Chip things. Um, we were. We were covering this and Creed got robbed, but I want to cover it here because I want to get the word out because I yes. don't want this thing to fail. Uh, Mike, if you listen to Creed got robbed uh, a couple of weeks ago, me and Mike were talking about, crap, what movie was it? It. Yes. We were talking about It. And we were talking about Movie Pass that came out at the beginning. I got Movie Pass. I went and saw Blade Runner 2049. Great movie. I am really sad it's bombing in the box office. I am so sad because that is like one of the best sci-fi movies you know, I've seen in a long time. I'm, it's honestly a mirror. I know people are like, oh my God, the box office. But like, it, it's a success that the thing even got made. Like, are you really telling me that a, a movie like 40 years ago that bombed at the original box office uh, got a $150 million for a sequel? Like, that in and of itself is a success. And you have a wonderful film that you can treasure forever for it. So Yes. And, and, I'm glad, I'm and glad honestly, like, you know, daring sci-fi will always, will, will all, there, there will always be room for that. And there will always be people making those stories. And you'll always have the ones that have been told before. So don't fret my, I just hope don't fret my children. I, for one, um, am also willing to embrace... Transformers 2049. I no stop. You stop it right now. Anyways, so movie pass. Starscream is the bad guy now. We're we're not getting paid for movie pass endorsements, but I would like to call me. We gotta add spots. <laughs> you guys have. Yeah, we we got plenty of ad spots for movie pass. Ten bucks a month, and you get uh, unlimited monthly movie access. You just got popped to the theater. I guess I got a little NC, a wide NCF thing going on. 
you, you check in, I checked in, I got my ticket, and for 10 bucks a month, I got a $13 ticket. So yeah. literally going to the theater once, and I am taking the company of MoviePass for a ride. Well, and I should. <laughs> as long as you're okay with him sprunging your data. Crap, yep. we're totally doing that too. Well, you see. Totally doing you that. see, next time you log on to Facebook and you check your ad, it's just going to be like, sales! I, That's a deep I, cut. Blade Runner joke now, there. It, it, I understand it. it. It's crap. It's a, sh- it's a shame Ray wasn't able to live in an ad-free world. But then again, okay, I don't ha- who does? I don't have any ads for Blade Runner yet. But I... Josh, you should totally get movie pass, is what I'm saying. For 10 bucks a month. It's just a Netflix of movies. You're just gonna get a bunch of jogging. You're gonna get a bunch of jogging ads and be like, "What the fuck?" Oh, okay, all right, okay. We should end this podcast. Right, this is not. Yeah, this is bad. So this is unhealthy. If you, if you have enjoyed our our, our rambling, um, which I know you have because you're here at the end of this glorious podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. You like us on Facebook at Unscripted Gaming. You follow us on Twitter at Unscript underscore Gaming. Um, if you don't want our videos, you can also get us in your ears at SoundCloud, Google Play Music, iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, wherever your podcasts are. We are there. Follow us. Get us in your earballs. Listen to us all the days. I don't know why you're doing this. I just... Please stop. I, I'm i going to end this pod... No, not I'm you. I'm just petting my dog. What are you talking about? Just... Thank you for watching Unscripted Gaming. I'm Josh. No, no. Mike's going. I'm Mike. There we go. I'm right. And this Peace. is Felix. <laughs>